also on his computer. And we are recording. Cool. What's up, y'all? It's Yaya. And Christine. And we're Blue House Society coming at you again here with a beautiful and spooky episode. Because today, Blue House Society is talking about Panamanian superstitions. And yes. that includes ghost stories. Yeah, so me and Yari were just talking about this before we started recording, but like I was born in Panama and I don't remember ever really hearing superstitions. Like my family never really talked about it, except for the one that I was telling Yaya about. My grandma would always say not to sweep my feet or not to sweep over my feet because then I'm never going to get married. And I'm like, I sweep over my feet all the time. I have little feet and like, I mean... I've been with my dude for six years and we have a baby. I mean, he's four now, but I ain't married, so maybe she's right. Just gotta make, like, <laughs> love oil and put it on top of your feet to, like, heal right? that, I guess. I don't know. Maybe there's some type of... I don't know. We'll have to do some magic is. on it. Like, let's do some magic on it. I mean, it's all good. I mean, I don't have to get married. <laughs> You're like, I'm not in a rush. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just because, like, marriage is really just, like, the government tying two people together no that's mean for the people who really want to get married it's pretty accurate though <laughs> but literally that's what it is but anyways i mean i wouldn't mind getting married at this point we'll just have to have a quarantine to wedding <laughs> quarantine, a skype wedding <laughs> Zoom meeting. There's, I, I was watching adisa samaro without sponsors um <laughs> episode on showtime and they were um getting the, this couple married in new york <laughs> They became ordained ministers. Oh, dude. That's dope, bro. It was good. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, uh, I wanted to say right before we started was if you like the spooky episode, we do have another one that we just recorded last week. So if you listen back to our oh, yeah. previous episodes, you'll definitely like that one. Um, today's episode, we have never heard of these like i wasn't born in panama but my mom was and like i haven't made it I, we just found this like just now <laughs> yeah we so talk about other superstitions but it's like why not learn about the superstitions of our roots you know exactly so we wanted to just have this live genuine like review of this blog spot because it is a blog spot there's, there's no factual yet like i said i haven't reached out to family yet to see what which of these are real or what but um i think it'll be cool to talk about right now to get our you know perspective on them and the spiritual yeah. side yeah for sure super side note um one of my friends is from ghana mm -hmm. and i remember when i first met her like eight years ago that for halloween like she doesn't fuck with halloween I remember we were talking about it one day. She's like, yeah, I know. Those zombies and those scary masks, nah. In Ghana, like, we think that shit's real. Like, nah, we don't fuck with that. Hell so yeah. That's like an insight of just how other countries... I mean, Halloween, that's just a North American thing, right? I don't think... It, I, I think maybe now it's modernized. Yeah, I about to say, it definitely is more modernized. Because my mom said, like... Like, they didn't start celebrating Halloween until, like recent generations yeah because i remember my first time ever trick-or-treating or like celebrating halloween was when i moved to the u.s and like my mom didn't understand the concept of dressing up in a costume and asking for candy <laughs> she was she was right though yeah for real. 
but yeah so interesting okay so let's let's do this let's do it so uh the first story it kind of sounds like la llorona here in san antonio okay yeah la La llorona is one that i grew up knowing about because yeah. my dad's side is like mexican so yeah for sure i know all about la llorona <laughs> so she kind of sounds like that to me but we'll, let me read the story so okay. audience can know and then we'll talk about la llorona so this one is called la tepesa the story says that this woman was one day doing laundry in the river with her baby one day an adonis like a really handsome man came on a horse and flirted with her and she was all you know first love about this guy and like that the way this is read when I read it the first time was like did it make any sense so um, basically he asked her to go for a ride with him and she went and then in the night he asked her where's your baby and he vanished and so the fantasy became a nightmare what the hell that's creepy so first of all why would you leave your baby to go for a ride with some dude weird too too much <laughs> for real <laughs> um i definitely see this more as like a, a way to teach a lesson to a kid yeah. as in like don't get wrapped up in your emotions and like forget that your priorities type of deal this is true yeah i could see that interesting how, um, how would you say that would you say that compares to Mariana? kind or? of la llorona was more like um from what i remember as a kid it's a lady who like drowned her kids in the river but then like she was looking for them and she was crying because she couldn't find her kids so she just drowned long story short ah okay so definitely not like that yeah so (laughs) yeah because i remember my my dad's parents live out in concan texas which is all hill country and there's like the frio river and there's rivers everywhere Mm -hmm. so when i was little me and all my cousins would be out there and we're next to a river and so of course we tell ghost stories of la llorona and how it was that river oh my god yeah that would scar me as a kid for sure oh yeah um, <laughs> so let me see here. Um, this one right here, we're actually looking at a website right now. Yeah, we're um, reading this verbatim from the site. Yeah, so there's this one called El Chivito, and it says it is the devil itself. Um, basically, uh, a man's body. Oh, wait, it's being that a, has a man's body but goat legs. So, of course, you can imagine that you know, like the devil in the tarot cards. Um, yeah, I just saw that card this morning. Uh, okay, go ahead. Um, it says it can appear anywhere, just like any animal or person. It gives off the smell of sulfur, and wherever it walks, no plants will grow again. It never attacks from the front. It attacks and bites you in the neck and fills you with saliva. I've never heard of that. Um, if you are walking and you hear this being, nothing will save your life. Damn. Oh my god. <laughs> so... I don't know about that in Panama, but I know um, here in San Antonio, there's a ballroom on the west side, I think. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah, there's a story. There's, what is it, an urban myth or something like it that? It was on the urban myth and it was on the news too. And yeah, so they were talking about it. Yeah, so long story short, there was um, this old ballroom that people, it was like the club back then where people would go dancing and apparently this guy the super handsome guy shows up all dressed in white showstopper you know all the ladies want him and he's dancing with some chicks 
and then the women look down and notice that he has like chicken feet or like goat feet or something like that and uh-huh. so every- yeah so everybody freaks out and then the the man dressed in white you know the devil he like escapes through the bathroom window or something and like the the whole place smelled like sulfur afterwards Gosh. So, like, supposedly this happened many years ago in San Antonio, Texas. The 90s wasn't that far back. I, I, I'm only 28. Like, I was 92, so... Yeah, I think it was more in, like, the 50s. Like, 50s Oh, and 60s. okay. I thought it was yeah. 90s. I was like, yo, that's, like, yeah, really yeah. So, recent. <laughs> yeah, so it was, like, my mother-in-law's time frame. I mean, I don't mean to age her, but, like, you know... You should ask like, her if she knows that story. I should ask her, yeah. I will ask her. And then I'll get back to y'all. Yes, that'd but be yeah, cool. So that's that's interesting because that's actually like close by, you know. So this next one um, that I that I saw while you were talking, that I saw the name and I and I remember my mom talking about this one. So not like in in like specifics, but I remember her saying the name one time and it was like no. But I don't know if it was her or if it's like me associating it with my mom because I watched Animania and I read it somewhere. So I'm. I don't remember where I saw this at, um, but this one's called Duendes. Oh, Duendes. I think every Hispanic knows about Duendes. Right? Okay. So yeah. for anyone who's not Hispanic or not familiar with Duendes, um, the story is when Satan rebelled against God, St. Michael expelled him out of heaven, and with him all the evil angels came down. But some punished angels didn't want to leave with Satan. That's why they're in the forest and they live hidden in caves. When they find a kid, they take them to Satan so he thinks the kid is a Duende. And, lost, and loses the counting of the evil angels. This is the reason why the main victims are non-baptized kids, and also kids who look like them. Blonde, clear eyes, ages between 9 and 12, the duende attracts kids with candies and toys, and they hide them in the forest after a while. People would find them dead. The duende may also do deals with adults, uh, uh, adults sorry, and they exchange favors for people's souls. So duendes are basically just evil elves. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's what my, oh my God, that's where I heard it from now. Um, my godmother, my mom's sister, when I told her that I got a, a fairy card deck and I was like, the fairies are trying to talk to me. She told my mom, like, don't mess with the duendes because they're they're not good. And I was like, I, I heard a lot of different things about them, but I never ended up working with them because they natural, it, it wasn't a natural connection. I think, well, duendes and fairies are different, but kind of the same because they're both It's like the same houses. family almost, like, there's elves, there's fairies, they're yeah. all kind of in the same realm, they're just different, yeah. like, species type different of species, way. Yeah. That's interesting. Oof. That's a creepy one. Duendes. Um, I remember hearing about it with uh, Jessica. We talked about it at work a long time ago, but I forgot what she says. She said about it because she randomly brought it up. It'll come back to me. Um, oh, super side note. So we were talking about La Llorona, and I mm-hmm. found uh, La Llorona on this website, but they call her La Tuli Vieja. I've never heard of that. Never so heard of that. A beautiful girl was in love um, with a man in her little town. It was forbidden love. She had a baby. She drowned the baby in the river. Um, God punished her and made her a horrendous being with her face like... Ew. Okay, I'm going to read this verbatim, but the image in my head is just gross. 
God punished her and made her a horrendous being with her face like a strainer, full of holes with long hairs coming out from them. Ew. In instead of hands, she has claws and her thin legs and feet are inverted. Oh my god, that sounds gross! Yeah, she's damned for eternity, looking for her son, so she screams in the rivers, looking for a kid she will never find. It is said that on the full moon nights, she will be beautiful again and will bathe in the river, but just a little noise is required, so she becomes a monster again. Wow. That's a new one. That's a new one. That, like, painted a new story in my head. <laughs> wow. Um, there's, they have Las Brujas story on here that I kind of want to read because I've never heard that, but there's one I'm pretty sure I've heard my family talk about before, um, and I think it was because we were going to Pupacana, the volcano in Panama by Chiriqui, and... Volcan? Volcan, yeah. Why did yeah. I say Pupacana? I know, it's like, that's DR. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why I was thinking that. Um, but yes, the story that I heard was El Viejo de Monte. And this wasn't the story, I just heard the name of it and I didn't ask yeah. anything. So this is uh, very inside in the countryside, two orphans used to be loved by the whole town. One day they fell in love with the same woman, and the day that they found out, they took their machetes and fought until one died. The one who survived felt so guilty that he ran to the mountains and hid himself in the caves. God punished him to live in eternity for his crime. In the night, you can hear his singing. Sometimes you can smell his pipe. Some other times you can hear a shot and barking dog, and the peasants will cross themselves because they know that the Viejo de Montes is close. They put it, but is... Yeah. This person didn't really know how to type. No translating from Spanish to English. Ah, yeah, very possible, very possible. <laughs> yeah. um, and the last one, the one that I wanted to read, is Women uh, Las Brujas, which is this work Bruja Society, so it's only fitting that we know about this Panamanian <laughs> quote-unquote lore. Um, women who sold their souls to the devil in exchange for powers. They're normal in the day, but at night they like to suck the belly buttons. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of that. I was just reading that. I was like, ooh. They like to suck the belly buttons to the newborns, <laughs> the non-baptized babies. Some of them just like to play with them, and the babies are the only ones who can see them. A weird thing that they do is to comb. Hold on. A weird thing they do is to comb people's horse tails in the shape of braids. If you're walking in the night on the countryside and you hear a whistling, there's a witch around. There are tricks to catch them. To catch a witch, you will have to nail her nail in a dagger in the shape of a cross between her hair and the crown. She won't be able to move until the next morning, and then you'll see who the witch is. In other ways, when you hear her whistling, you will have to say out loud, you invite her for a cup of coffee to your house. The next morning, the first woman who gets in your house to ask for a coffee, that will be the witch. That's some fucking Salem, Massachusetts That's type shit. Oh, I was just about to say that. Like, it sounds wild to us, but I'm sure that shit was, like, people did that shit back then. That was the trap. Oh my god. Well, um, I definitely didn't sell my soul. So. Yeah, we didn't sell our souls. We and I definitely, as you can tell, don't suck the belly buttons of newborns. <laughs> oh, oh no. I mean, it makes 
makes sense because umbilical cord, newborn. Yeah, yeah, it's like pure energy, I guess, oh, if you want to think so of it. Crazy. It's very So basically, weird. these are just like exaggerated folklore tales of like entities or like yeah. spirits. Because I can tell you right now, I cannot transform unless they're talking about like astral realm. And astral realm, you you appear physically in that area. I don't know. But either way, if you're bringing me to your house for a cup of coffee now, I'm going to have to say no. (laughs) COVID. Um, So for real though, um, I looked up another website and this one I've actually heard um, my mother-in-law say. So um, there's a superstition and I didn't know it was a Panamanian superstition, but I guess it's like a Hispanic one in general. Because, you know, my mother-in-law is definitely not Panamanian. Um, so she would talk about the fog. To not let children out in the fog. Because, okay, so this website says not to let children out in the fog. Because um, they'll get sick. And, oh, no, no, it says don't let children out at night because there's night breath. Or a fog that carries bacteria. Um we see kids outside at night all the time here, so perhaps some are hoping that their kiddos, oh, oh, that their kiddos don't get taken away by the fog. I don't know, but I remember when Elias was a baby, and it would be foggy. Um, my mother-in-law would have me cover his head, like if I was going to carry him out to the car, bring him in, I had, like had to cover his head and walk him through the fog. You've had to put the veil on, like how I cover my head. You had to cover his head through the car seat. Yeah, or even out of the car seat, I always had to put like a little, like a blanket over him or something. Yeah. During like fog and mist. And I, I feel like that has some this, truth. Yeah, I was like, this is fucking stupid. But I mean, I guess in a spiritual sense. Like if you're looking at nuns and anyone who's Muslim, anyone who's covering their head, even like oh. spiritually, like for me, I cover my head as, like I'm in Zoom right now with my head wrapped. But, like, I cover my head because it helps me feel, like, grounded. And it helps me feel, like, protected because I'm not all over the place. Hair is, like, um, antennas. So, like, if you think of that that as, like, okay, you have, like, that one stray or that one strand that's, like, sticking out and just kind of, like, waving around, that's, like, you know, the anxiety or, like, the extra thought that shouldn't be there. So, like, if you're doing that for a baby, they're so pure and light that it's like an instant like moss to a flame almost just about to say that oh that makes sense i always thought like this lady is tripping but nah it makes sense now (laughs) more woke than you think yeah um what was the other thing i'm trying to think I'll tell a quick story what you think about it. Okay, go for it. So the superstition that I have that I don't find to be superstition. I'm just going to call it that because at 15, that's what I, I term yeah. them as. Um, oh, at 15, 15, 16, there was a giant black butterfly on top of the entrance of our home at my parents' house. And I had looked, I had just walked into the living room and I just caught it. And I was like, whoa. I was like, that is a big ass motherfucking butterfly. Like, you don't see that shit here in Texas at all. And so my mom was like, oh, I don't like the way that that feels. And like, mind you, neither one of us are 
in a woke phase right now. Like we're woke, we're not, we're not like woke, woke, you know, like yeah. right now. So my mom calls my grandma, Benama, and she's like, there's a giant big black like moth or butterfly and it's just there and it's looking into the house. And I told my mom, like I could feel it looking into the house. Yeah. And so my grandma said that the symbolism or like the message that Omen brings is that like someone's going to die. I said, what? I'm not sure I talked about this before, but um, we were like, well, who's going to die? Like, what? Well, three days later, um, my grandma's, my dad's mom that lives here, her neighbor was like two houses down, also like her best friend, like ended up dying. But it was so weird because when when she died, my uncle was like, he goes over there every morning to like help her because she was alone and she was elderly. So he would make, he would help take care of her and he would just make sure she had like groceries and stuff, but he never went into the house or if he did, he never noticed anything different. But when yeah. she died is when they found out that she was keeping her brother and her sister mummified in a closet. Oh my God, what? Yeah. I couldn't believe it. That was back when I was like 15 or 16. So Okay, hold up. 2007? Huh? Who was keeping the brother and sister mummified? The lady that died. My grandma's best friend slash neighbor. Okay. What? Yeah. I As soon as they told us, I was like, no fucking way. I was like, that's fucking crazy. Oh, I just got the chills. Yeah. So she was such a sweet lady. I remember seeing her all over the place. She would walk to the bakery. She would walk to the bus stop, to her house. She would walk everywhere. And you would know it was her because she had big old sunglasses. Yeah. And um, she would call my uncle, you know, when she was alive. And she would hear things in the back. And my, my grandma was on the west side of San Antonio. So that place yeah. is motherfucking active. Let me say. Oh, dude. Hey, and I live, on, I live on the west side. <laughs> so you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. And um, she would call my uncle and say, like, Junior or Hector, because that's his name. Uh, Hector, like, there's people in my backyard, and there's like an alley behind all the fences there. So it's likely that some people could have been back there. But she was like, Yeah, there's people in my house. And he would go over, and he's like, Susie, there's no one here. So she was at a level either like a sensitivity that she could feel and see those spirits or she was experiencing those in her head. But either way, she she was experiencing those for sure. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, um, that's my crazy story of superstition. Yeah, I don't have that except just like <laughs> what I just said about covering my kid's head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> I stumbled upon, uh, like, the evil eye, like, ojo. It's a very common thing around the world, like, uh, Turkey, Greece, Egypt, Iran, Morocco. Everyone has their own little version of it. It's basically, yeah. I feel like ojo is kind of, like, the same everywhere you go, and everybody is aware of the evil eye, like, the little symbol or, like, the amulets. Oh, which reminds me. Okay, so I do have a superstition. Um, I remember... My grandma, when Elias was born, my grandma told me to get a red string and tie it around his wrist to keep the ojo away. Mm-hmm. And and I remember, I never did it. Um, I think you never had, did it because I gave you the amber necklace. The amber already. bracelet, yeah. Um, but I remember looking at baby pictures, and I was like, 
from newborn up until like six months, I had a red bracelet around my wrist. Oh, yeah. That makes sense now. Yeah. Damn. It somehow found its way into your family. I mean, if it was going to be next to you the whole time, then you were already, like, covered. Yeah. So, red string keeps the whole away, I guess. Yeah. As long as you're even praying over it and it's regular red string, don't feel like you got to pay $20 for some jewelry that's going to protect you. Because, yeah. like, I know people who will spend on, you know, like, the necklace or bracelet or jewelry but really the simple things can really help make a difference and keep you protected so um don't take your magic for granted just because you think someone else's is better like me like i have people come to me all the time be like yeah can you do this can you do that i'm never gonna say no i'm always gonna be happy to help but like just know that if you don't have the funds or not able to order for whatever reason like for me or from someone else you know, you want to be able to still protect yourself. So you still have those abilities. Yeah, it's the intention behind it. Yeah. That's so, like when you pray upon something. It's That's putting intention on somebody or, you know, on something. And it exactly. Works. It really does. And this is for you to find your own power. But, like, if you obviously want us to make you something, yeah. We got you. <laughs> I got you, baby. Yes. Because, um, of course, we... We have great ideas and we are always making shit so um with that i think we covered a really good topic today if you guys want to hear more spooky stories or want us to do more episodes like this please let us know we would love to go ahead and share those with y'all um i can't wait for october i think this year will be the year for scarapalooza yeah. Scare up, Palooza. Okay, so I'll talk about that later though, because that's not relevant right now. <laughs> um, but if you guys are interested in our Discord channel, let us know. You can message us or email us requesting the link, and we will invite you. Um, if you are also interested in us being more live, like doing more social media lives, or you want to join a live show, just email or message us that you're interested. We will always post a link in our Discord. Um, and lastly, go follow all of our accounts because we are spreading light literally yes, through social literally. media. <laughs> yes. So follow Passion Tribe Vibes, follow Bruja Dot Society, and then follow Spiritual Ascension Center. Spiritual A S C E N S I O N Center. And if you follow all three, man, you'll have the best day ever because we're posting <laughs> content all motherfucking day. And it's but, like self-care stuff, spiritual stuff. It's just kind of like across the spectrum. So yeah. whatever calls to you, you will see it. Yep. And everything's categorized. So spiritual stuff, the most that you'll probably see is us doing card readings and healing circles. Bruja Society, you're definitely going to get the spookier side of things and magic, of course. And Passion Tribe Vibes, you're going to be able to shop, order readings from us, spell work, even custom oils or perfumes, or a Reiki session by Miss Christine over here, who yeah. is a Reiki master. I'm one too, but I like to just let her have the spotlight because oh, she's been practicing a lot longer and deeper than I have. So your rising props. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> but you're good at it too. You, heal, you healed the cut on my finger, so why wouldn't I suggest you, of course? Um, you know, but y'all missing out if y'all haven't gotten Reiki from Christine. Um, she's definitely, the other night, 
uh, Monday or Sunday. I fell asleep on the couch like at eight and I woke up like four hours later to a text saying, I'm going to do Reiki on you. And I was like, oh, I feel, ma- that's why I feel amazing waking up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was that good. Thanks, sense. man. That was yeah, dope. No problem. But yeah, All if right. you guys want some more, let us know. We're here. We love having y'all. We love knowing yeah. what y'all think. Um, and with that, I hope you enjoy the weekend if you're listening to this on Friday. And if you're not, then I hope you have a great motherfucking day. Yes. Bye. <laughs> Bye.